0: Hello, listeners. This is Avia Winters, the drama fiend, and I am back with another speculation and thoughts episode about 30 coins. It's episode three, so listen in. I'm not going to follow my original format, I'm just going to speak about what I took notes on while watching this show. Well, after all. So I learned a lot in this episode. One of the things was that Giacomo was the young boy that the priest sort of was responsible for giving him a heart attack. Also, those high priests in Rome were the ones that possessed him and made him do their bidding. And also he had a coin in his like arm as well. So I guess that was them controlling him. Also, this episode was called The Mirror and Paco and Elena found this mirror after something happened with one of their owners of the said building. Basically, the owner was so um, haunted by his reflection in this mirror that he was not paying attention. and got himself killed. And so we see this book on a table in the, through the mirror, but the book is not actually there. So they asked the priest... The priest decided to stay all night, yet when he fell asleep, his reflection woke up. So the reflection was like a different version of himself, which is what I was thinking. But honestly, it was just the high priests using their powers to lure the priest in and also to have his reflection kind of like take over for him in order to find the coin. The priest's mirrored version was basically making the priest feel bad when he already does about having a hand in this kid's death, Giacomo's death. And when the mirrored priest brought Giacomo to the mirror, I was terrified. He reminded me of one of the ghosts in 13 Ghosts, the movie. The really huge one we saw that in the beginning in the Wrecker's Yard. I think that the merit priest was just there to make the priest feel low so that he can lower his guard. And then the merit priest can take over for the priest to find the coin. Mind you, the merit priest had power, like really strong power that he instantly controls you without touching or looking at someone. Which is scary. He made half the town into raving lunatics to look for this coin. It goes to show you that maybe the priest also has this power or can use the coin and harness its power. At least I'm thinking that because that's how powerful it is. Also, the high priests have 13 coins so far. I think it was like either 13 or 15 out of the 30, but they are rapidly gaining them. And having their brainwashed underlings kill people in public without care shows that their power is growing and also their care is also going down low. They're not even trying to hide it anymore because they know no one can do anything about it. At least the priest can though, because he was one of them. I wonder about all of the abilities that these high priests can perform. It seems that their power is out of bounds, in a sense, and no one can touch them. So I'm trying to figure out what can our mundane protagonists and a priest do to combat the high priests. I mean, they have been so far, but the mirrored priests did say that they like the hunt. And I think that there is something more to Elena. She's not just a mundane protagonist, but I'm going to leave that for the end. The priest also has been running for who knows how long or even why he was running. I need to know more information about the priest because he's still a mystery, even though he opened up a bit, even the mirrored priest opened up just a little bit. And the mirrored priest also told them the truth about the 30 coins when he didn't have to. Next thing I want to quickly talk about is Paco and Elena's closeness, how close they're getting. You can see how unknowingly close the two of them are getting, like when Elena was on the computer and Paco bent down and he was so close to her, like they could smell each other. And I think it's noticeable to us, but not to them yet. But, you know, it's there. I also think that his wife, Mercia, I believe that's her name, also feels something is different as well. Oh, when Paco and Elena were watching the priest through the webcam, Paco was under the covers like a teenager texting with his friends and giggling. It was the cutest thing. I really do love this actor. He's just so good at portraying like a a comedic character. Next I want to talk about just the history that the priest fooled Paco on. So he mentioned that God asked Judas to betray him so that he could fulfill his destiny. That is a weird thing to do but the story that the priest told Paco about God was scary and I I love how they decided to weave in their own story into what people know or read about in the actual bible. I love stories that mix up history in its own little way, I think that was brilliant for the storytelling and also a little background as to where these coins came from was enlightening and also needed. Because I don't know how many episodes we have, but I need some information. I'm feeling out of the loop and I can guess and speculate all I want, but I need some more information to carry on with my weird theories and speculations. Next. The mirror was a gateway to the high priest's meeting room that led to multiple other countries and places all over the world. This is how they traversed to places quickly to acquire these keys and that is scary, as frightening, and the power that they will possess if the high priest get these keys is terrifying. Also, what they'll do to get it but denying it and covering things up is just going to put rest of the town in danger. The priest needs to change his strategy and hopefully since he had that ordeal happen that he'll finally confess and say what he needs to say. Maybe he'll finally tell Paco and Elena the full truth and about his background because I'm nosy and I need to know. Also when the priest jumped through the window to get back to Elena and Paco I noticed that not one high priest chased after them but I noticed that when Elena and Paco looked back the mirror looked boarded up as if it was no longer in use. And I think that's the case. Paco and Elena damaged their gateway to that town, even though they still have control over Antonio. Also, we saw that Elena threw the coin downstream. I thought that the coin was going to be used by Paco and Elena, or even the priest. So it sucks that it seems useless. For now, anyway, especially I'm guessing since it's only one. But I feel like the high priest can feel these coins, at least the general area in which they are in. Or they could have been like 30 priests before who held the coins separately. And in these 13 or 12 or so high priests decided to turn their back on the other priests. Like it was our main priest, Don, and uh, like a couple of others decided that they, the other high priests were using their magic and their power for evil. So that's why they decided, decided to break off. And then these high priests decided to kill off everyone who defied them. I was thinking like that, that could be the case as well. Because the mirrored priest did say something similar to that. That they um, got out together or something like that. Don't quote me. I also think that the coin will end up eventually back with um, Elena or the priest. That coin is not gone for good. And did she really throw it? Because I can't really remember. Anyway, next I would just want to say that I was happy that the priest opened up to Paco and Elena. Or at least to Paco. And told them now about the coins. At least a little bit about the coins. And what it would mean for these priests to have all 30. And we need to stop them from having all 30. I still just don't understand why did the priest give it to Elena like that unless he knows something about her or he sees something in her or something and she's not ready for, you know, to upgrade to priesthood or something or like to show who she is. But um, let's talk about my final thoughts and final speculations, especially about Elena. And then we're going to wrap up. My final thoughts and final speculations. What well, I mentioned Elena earlier. So I found it interesting that Elena wasn't the mirrored priest's target. He ruined her workplace by inciting a mind-controlled mob, yet he talked about Paco as if Paco had it, but maybe he somehow saw through the dog that Elena threw it to Paco. But, like, I think that this entire time, they've been hurting everyone except Elena. Like, when Elena had the coin, and the girl Soleil and the priest went to Elena's house, Soleil didn't attack Elena, she attacked Elena's friend, forgot his name, but she has never been attacked through this whole thing except when the elderly woman had her demon baby and the demon baby attacked her. So I think that Elena is special, like I said in my first podcast, about 30 coins, and I will put my money on it, about 30 cents. (laughs) There is also a reason why she is so captivated by everything that was happening and she couldn't leave it alone. I do need to find out more, though, and I am very invested in this show right now. Anyways, that is all for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Tuesday's episode might be a Korean drama called Sweet Home, which broke through the top 10 most watched TV shows at the time or movies at the time in the USA. I haven't finished it yet, but I will this weekend. Please subscribe or follow my podcast. I upload three podcast episodes a week, and starting soon, my YouTube will also feature some reviews or discussions on other dramas that may not be here. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Until now, it's been Avia Winters. Stay safe out there. Laters.